Hey guys, this is your girl Maranaoko, proudly Kenyan, and you're listening to the Tellers from Africa Numan podcast, the show that makes you unlearn and learn things from a different perspective and makes you excited and wanting about stories that taught me the way forward in life so you don't have to get through it. Welcome, welcome to the Tales from an African Woman podcast. Lupita Nyango said that colorism is the daughter of racism. Majimbo in her Vogue article that came out the other week said that she will never step foot in Kenya because of colorism. I mean, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. But a lot of people, particularly Kenyans, don't agree with that. If you don't know what colorism is, it's the discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. Elsa Majimbo is a non-Kenyan comedian who was discovered by Rihanna. She complained about colorism since the first day she was brought into light. And I thought to myself, is this the narrative that Majimbo is going to sell to be more famous or what? Little did I know that these things really do happen in our country. We are just not paying enough attention. Women in Kenya tend to lighten their skins using bleach or skin lighteners to look beautiful because to them and to the eyes of men, lighter skin is beautiful. Do you agree? Colorism exists not only in our country but in other places like India for instance. Now let's get back to history for a minute. During colonialism, Indians with lighter skin were treated nicely by the English and had opportunities like social mobility. Social mobility is like the freedom to move from one status that is poor to another status, rich. In this instance, Indians could sit at the same table with the whites, unlike the dark Indians who suffered from the caste system, which restricted social mobility, meaning that they were forced to be poor because opportunities were very minimal and could only do Herculean work meant for them only because of their skin color. Even though the caste system is now banned by the law, colorism is still felt by their citizens. I watched a documentary the other day of how Indian women are chosen to compete for Miss Indian for one to represent in the Miss World competition. The part that got me is when the women were exercising in an open area and they were covering their faces with towels or papers to avoid direct sunlight from getting to their skin to prevent getting darker. Colorism is everywhere. A week ago, fans sparked a conversation saying that Zendaya, who is an actress, is more successful than Kiki Palmer, who is also an actress. Now, because of Zendaya's skin tone is lighter, she is well-received in Hollywood, making her popular than Kiki. There is some truth about colorism in Hollywood and in Kenyan TV shows. You just need to be keen. I remember in high school, light-skinned girls would form a group and call themselves brownies, something like that, and this would make them popular in school. Even in high school funkies, you know, the lighter girl gets the popular guy from the popular school, and of course, she is curvy. <laughs> Man, high school was the ghetto. That didn't mean that the other girls were less beautiful. I mean, look at Instagram and Snapchat filters. They make your skin lighter. I have tried them and men do I look different. That's why cases of catfishing has increased. Rich men also prefer whiter or lighter skinned women. 
Open your eyes and see. It's happening. There is a moment I even doubted myself. Because it was fed in our minds by the society that this lighter the skin, the more beautiful you are. I felt less confident, but not anymore. I have learned to feel comfortable with my skin and I wouldn't change it no matter what. We have been fed a lot of BS, mostly because of colonization, where light-skinned people were treated differently. I have felt racism in my life, indirectly. The other day I attended an event and out of 12 runway models, not the accurate number, Two were white. And when it came to introducing the main guest on the stage, the white models were summoned to walk to the stage. This looked funny to be honest. Why weren't the other models who were Kenyan and black called instead? Racism is mostly felt on richer estates in Kenya or where white happened to stay. A typical Kenya in the ghetto can't say that he or she has felt racism unless they have encountered a white person who is racist. On the other hand, many young women nowadays go to Saudi Arabia in the hopes of getting better jobs that will help them financially and the people they left back in Kenya. There are a lot of cases where Kenyans complain about mistreatment and how some of them have ended up dead in the hands of their employers. A lot of people go around blaming Kenyans saying that why did they go in the first place or why they didn't learn from the people who went there i say i blame the saudi arabians themselves i know they are guided by a different law but that doesn't give them an excuse to treat a fellow human being like an animal we should blame them instead it's 2022 for goodness sake and when they come to our country they behave very differently acting nice and all that i'm not buying that I mean, the country demeans their own women. What will make them treat us any different? Kenyans who go there to work say that Saudi women treat them more harshly than men. It's funny because Saudi women are being belittled in their own country, so they know how it feels to be different, but yet when a Kenyan woman works with them, she will torture her, forgetting that they are the same, living in a man's world from different nationalities. But that doesn't stop them to treat us otherwise. Our government is ignoring the fact that foreigners in our country treat us like trash. That includes some of the Indians, Nigerians, Somalis, Chinese, and Sudanese. I might provoke a lot of people, but it's true, and I'm not sorry. I know some of them are in our country because of war, famine, and business-related things, but Kenyans cannot allow to be treated badly in their own country and still be treated like mere animals in another. Kenyans, this is our country, and we are experiencing modern slavery inside and outside our country. We welcome people with open hands, but what do we get in return? Think twice. Don't get me wrong, not all foreigners have bad intentions. They have segregated themselves in our country. It's so funny. They have their own schools, hospitals, shops even. Deep down, I know you have seen it. When foreigners create job opportunities in our motherland, it tends to benefit their own people. And you're all complaining about unemployment? Why should we learn a different language, for instance Chinese, 
because they are flocking to our home while they are not even bothering to learn ours? You come to our country, you don't learn our language, you give opportunities to your own race or tribes in other cases for what? For what? All jokes aside, Kenyans, and open your eyes. This is all mental. Thank you guys for listening. You're amazing if you've listened to this so far. Kindly hit that subscribe or follow button to support me and I will really appreciate it. If you have loved and enjoyed my podcast, you can also share it with your lovely friends. You can reach me by my email address, which I've written down on my bio for advertisement or feedback. Or you can also find me on my Instagram page, which I've also written down in my bio. And for that, I want to also big up to my international audience. Thank you for listening. And also my lovely Kenyans who have supported me so massively. And with that, (laughs) thank you and goodbye. See you next time.